0: What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. I'm your host Noah, here bringing you guys a fantasy basketball week 4 preview with schedule analysis. Um, You know, we're finally getting into some of the meat of the season, I would say. Uh, You know, three three weeks worth of basketball, right around 10-ish, 12-ish games is finally enough to where we, you know you can start to see some trends finally you can see what guys are playing hot what guys are cold you know who's getting minutes in a rotation who isn't um, so hopefully you know as the weeks go on further these um, podcasts can become even more curated towards you know getting you guys the best early picks so you can be ahead in your league and yeah now that the first couple weeks are over um, you, you really get some more insight into how the rest of the season is going to look and week 4 is quite a doozy um let's just get in right to the schedule analysis um this week we have 20 teams playing four games so the majority 66 percent of the league is playing four games this week and those teams are atlanta boston brooklyn charlotte cleveland dallas denver detroit the lakers memphis minnesota the pelicans the knicks okc philly Portland, Sacramento, Toronto, Utah, and Washington. Again, 20 teams playing four games. Uh, teams playing three games this week are Chicago, Golden State, Houston, Indiana, the Clippers, Miami, Milwaukee, Orlando, Phoenix, and the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, 10 teams playing three games. Uh, breaking it down by the number of teams playing each day. Um, on Monday, we have all 30 teams playing. So on Monday, you are guaranteed to have a starting lineup because every single team is playing on Monday. And then we follow that up with a Tuesday where no teams are playing. Absolutely zero games on Tuesday. Wednesday, we have 26 teams playing. Thursday, we have eight teams playing. Friday, we have 16 teams playing. Saturday, we have 16 teams playing. And Sunday, we have 14 teams playing. Looking at the back-to-backs, which are going to be uber important this week, especially with having, you know, a Tuesday where we have zero games. Um, You're really going to want to focus on these back-to-backs, you know, hopefully plan out your moves in advance so you know exactly what you want to do and how you're going to manage, you know, your games played this week. Um, Monday, Tuesday, no back-to-backs. Tuesday, Wednesday, no back-to-backs. So immediately, you know, you should be looking for... That Wednesday, Thursday, where Atlanta, Charlotte, Dallas, New Orleans, and Portland all have a back-to-back. Those are going to be super important. um, Because Thursday, Friday, no back-to-backs as well. Friday, Saturday, we have Boston, Detroit, Toronto. Saturday, Sunday, we have Brooklyn, Philly, Utah, Washington. Uh, Sunday, Monday, we have Golden State and OKC. Um, The Sunday, Monday back-to-back, you know, is important because you can pick a guy up on Sunday, get him for the last week of week four, and then also have his game on Monday to start you off on week five with a great result. Um, Looking at the low-volume game days, we have Tuesday with zero, of course, and Thursday with four. And teams who play on the low-volume game days, a.k.a. teams who play on Thursday, we have the Hawks who have four games on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, we have the hornets who have four games on monday wednesday thursday saturday we have the mavericks who have four games on monday wednesday thursday saturday the miami heat with three games on My- monday thursday saturday the pelicans with four games on monday wednesday thursday saturday the 76ers with four games on monday thursday saturday sunday and the blazers with four games on monday wednesday thursday saturday as long as as long as well as the Wizards, who have four games on Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So, you know, if you're planning out your week in advance, I would definitely take note of these teams who play on Thursday. Um, there's eight of them, as they're going to be very important because Thursday could be, you know, a big defining day in this fantasy week four. Um, so just keep an eye out for all four of those teams, and if there's any players available on your waiver wire. Um <clears throat> Getting into dudes we're writing about this week, the first guy is D'Anthony Melton, who is 72% roster on Yahoo and 21.1% roster on ESPN. Um, one of my personal favorite moves of the off season, the 76ers traded for D'Anthony Melton on draft night. Um, and De'Anthony Melton is a very, you know, he brings a very particular skill set to a court. Um, He is very much, you know, very good at shooting threes at a high clip and also getting steals and deflections at a very high clip, which are two things, you know, I like to see out of a fringe, you know, bench type fantasy player to have on your team. And with the news of James Harden being out for at least a month with a right foot tendon strain, um, Melton looks to be, you know, the guy who takes a spot in the starting rotation. He looks to be the guy who's going to eat up a lot of Harden's minutes. And in Melton's two starts so far this season, he's averaging 14.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, and 3.5 steals in 32 minutes. Um, Now, we know that 3.5 steals probably can't, you know, stay that high for all the games he starts, but um, I do believe that 14.5 points is very reachable for Melton, you know, hopefully two plus threes a night. And I also think he is going to show a little bit more of his playmaking here, so I honestly think that 3.5 assist number could be a little low for Melton. I think he could be averaging more assists than that um, you know, after this week. And in terms of per minute, um, Melton is a fantastic per minute producer in fantasy. Um, you know. And if you need some threes, you need a, some playmaking, and you need some steals, Melton could be your guy to pick up while James Harden is out. Um, getting into another man, Cam Thomas. 25% roster on Yahoo and 1.5% roster on ESPN he Cam Thomas went to LSU he is now playing for the Brooklyn Nets a guy who um you know Brooklyn Nets were fans were a little hyped to get this guy he was a you know he's pure scorer. Cam Thomas says he's just electricity off the bench and I was kind of surprised to see that Cam Thomas hadn't really played that much this season when I was you know expecting him to you know hopefully be a good piece of that Nets bench that they could use because they certainly need the help off the bench um And this is a similar situation to Philly, where a young guard finds himself getting more minutes due to a superstar missing games. And the Nets rotation is anything from set in stone, you know, especially with Jock Vaughn, the interim head coach right now. And with Kyrie being a big question mark as to actually when he will actually come back. Um, And while Kyrie is out, Cam will continue to be a regular member in the rotation. Um, in Cam's last two games on Friday he had 17 points, 6 assists and 4 rebounds on Saturday he had 21 points, 4 assists and 4 rebounds. Um honestly, the scoring is going to be there for Cam. Um his for how far he can go in fantasy it's really going to depend on you know how many assists, how many rebounds he can stack. but on, Cam is a bucket. So I don't expect the scoring to really drop. Um, and he looks to be a very solid addition for Week Four, and is he's pretty ready to contribute for the Nets, who have four games this week. Uh, last man in the dudes are writing about segment is Troy Brown Jr. He is 15% rostered on Yahoo and 2% rostered on ESPN. <clears throat> the Lakers' rotation is still very much a work in progress. Um, they just, you know, moved Russ to the bench, and honestly, the experiment for Russ, the bench experiment for Russ is actually going quite well for Russ at the moment, um, it's still, you know, it's, it's showing that the Lakers' problems are so much deeper than just Russell Westbrook, and it's really just a team, you know, um, a team, like, how they configure the team, and that it's really just not, um, doesn't have the right players to play to, you know, LeBron, AD, Russ's strengths, Um, but with that lineup being very much a work in progress, Troy Brown has found himself in a great opportunity where he has became a starter in that lineup and is looking to be a regular contributor to this Lakers team where anyone can really step up and become a member of that rotation. Like we saw with Matt Ryan over the last week, um, in his last four games, Troy Brown Jr. is averaging 26 minutes played while putting up 11 and a half points and six and a half rebounds in that stretch. Um... While Troy Brown is out there playing with the starters, he gets a he gets great looks at threes because teams are so worried about Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron, and he's also a very regular contributor on the glass. Um, and forward depth is somewhat hard to find in fantasy at the moment, I would say. And if you know, if you can pick up Troy Brown, if you have the chance, to, you know, maybe he can just be your last guy on your team contributor. I don't think that's a terrible option. Um. Getting into the waiver wire pickups. I figured on the waiver wire pickups I should say something about some of the guys, just a little deeper than, you know, reading a name. Um, So I'm going to do that this week. And our first guy on the waiver wire pickups is Marcus Morris, who is on the Clippers. Um, Morris has played pretty well. He's seen a combined 72 minutes across his last two games, and on the season he's ranked 80th in per game um, 8 cap. Uh, the Clippers only have three games this week, but Morris right now is just on fire. He's shooting fifty-three percent from field goal and thirty-eight percent from three. Um, and even if the field goal percentage comes down, I think Morris will be worth streaming. You know, on weeks where the Clippers have four games, uh, we have Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, who is really coming into his own on the Nuggets now. Um, he's played enough minutes, you know, where he's a little bit more comfortable, and you know he's averaging eleven points, four rebounds, three assists, and one steal. Um, currently shooting 52.8% from three, which is, insa- is insane. That's going to come down. Uh, but still, Contavious Caldwell-Pope has a really strong chance to finish as a top 100 player um, in fantasy. And on weeks where the Nuggets have four games, Contavious Caldwell-Pope is certainly worth streaming. Um, Jalen McDaniels on the Hornets, not to be mis- mistaken, with Jaden McDaniels on the Timberwolves. Um, he's killing it right now for the Hornets. He scored in double dig- double digits in four out of his last five games. Um, on Wednesday, he hit an 11.6 rebounds, two assists, five steal, two block game, um, and that kind of just sums up Jalen McDaniels as a player. Um, not going to really stack any one stat, but he's very good for the stocks. He's very he'll he's a multi category contributor. Um, and on the season, he's up to averaging 11 points, six rebounds, two and a half assists, one 1.8 threes made per game, and 1.3 steals. Um, could you know Jaden? Jalen mcdaniels is a good you know stock just in case coordinate hayward ever gets hurt jay mcdaniels could very much see himself in the starting lineup um so definitely keep an eye on him max streus you know max Struess at this point you know he's a high volume three point shooter who somehow maintains a pretty good field goal percentage but he doesn't do much else um you know that's it uh we have larry nance jr we have davion mitchell uh, Zach Collins who has actually been playing a lot for the Spurs lately he's been pretty seeing pretty consistent minutes. Um, he's currently averaging the highest usage rate of his career at 20% and he's just someone to keep an eye on you know as the Spurs season goes on farther as you know hope they hopefully start tanking harder. Um, keep an eye out on Zach Collins. Uh, we have Jalen Suggs. We have Chris Boucher and Precious Ochua, who will both see a bump in ownership and contribution um, now that Pascal Siakam, I believe, is set to miss at least two weeks with an oblique strain. Um, so definitely keep an eye on Boucher and Precious Ochua, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Bruce Brown, Kevin Huerter, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, who's been killing it for the Lakers, Seth Curry, Jalen Suggs, Isaiah Hartenschein. Andrew Nemhard, who could see a bump in minutes now that Chris Duarte is out with an ankle sprain for the Pacers, Jose Alvarado, Jalen Noel, Malik Monk, Utah Watanabe, Justice Winslow, and Mason Plumley. Um, and that is Week Four, boys. That is your Week Four fantasy basketball preview. As always, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at Bench underscore Chatter. Leave us a like, leave us a rating, and we'll see you soon. Peace.